And we're in Georgia. Guys, it's Jake and I, and we're in the hotel, uh, what, Thursday night? Wednesday night. It's Wednesday night. No, it's Thursday no, night. it's Thursday night. Yeah, it is Thursday. For AG Cup. Uh, today, uh, well, I don't know what time it is, um, but it's in the evening. We just left Arena Training Center, and we did interviews with Keith Baker, Chad Heckler, Dave Preston, Austin Orgain, Clay Blackketter, Jason Green, Matt Rooks, and Ken Sanowski. We did. We did all that. And so all we're going to do, I'm not going to do much, any of, I'm not going to do any editing. All I'm going to do is put those all together on this episode. You guys can listen to it. So we do intros. Hey, we're here at AG Cup. We say that a few times. We probably didn't need to. Um, stuff like that. But we just, we ask a lot of the same questions of gear and equipment and um, just ideas. So just want to get that out to you guys and just try to get you, we're just trying to get you guys content. That's right. Um, and there's, there's some really good stuff in here. Um, so pay attention to what these guys are saying. Yep. Uh, these guys, uh, have, have been doing this a long time. Obviously you guys know John and I, um, have as well. And so, uh, between some of the discussions when we have myself and John and Dave and, and Austin, there's, you know, like 60 or 70 wins uh, between the four of us. So there's a lot That's of experience crazy. there. And, and really what I want you guys to gain from that is listen to, you know, listen to some of the things these guys are saying. Um, everyone that has been on uh, today that we had there has done really well. They've qualified for the AG Cup. They've won matches. Um, they've placed really high top finishes. And so we'll ask some questions. Some of the best questions we'll ask pertain to a majority of our listeners and um mm -hmm. just pay attention to what they're saying try to apply it in your shooting if you can and uh you know really just be a student of the game and take a little bit of information a little bit of knowledge from everyone and formulate your own database which is really kind of how i started um it's kind of how john started we we gathered all the information that we thought was relevant to us and we listened to a lot of information that maybe wasn't relevant to us mm -hmm. but we still you know gave at the time of the day and we were just students of the game yep. um yeah jason green talks a, a kind of how he progressed through the sport kind of some mm -hmm. fun ideas there and and just a lot of just just good guys and quick conversations we need to do I'll do more in-depth conversations with these guys, but um, but it was uh, it was fun. Um, the I guess let's do a rundown of AG Cup for those of you that don't know. I think a lot of you do know, but uh, AG stands for Armageddon Gear. Tom Fuller uh, with Armageddon Gear puts this on. I know we've talked about this in the past, but it's a um, it's a there's only 50 people here. It's uh, there's a lot of money at stake. I think there's eighty thousand dollars total. There's right. there's thirty stages, which each winner gets a thousand dollars. And I, I do believe we did talk about this. So some pretty big paydays. I think the winner on on Sunday gets thirty thousand. Uh, the winner of each uh, the two prior days gets five thousand. So I mean you could w leave here with a pretty good chunk of change for uh, for a hobby and shooting guns, and it's pretty cool. So um, we will try to do follow-ups uh i think we have dinners at every evening so we'll try to do grab guys do follow-ups and obviously on the last day it'd be fun to get you know a group of guys together kind of the final cut which is 12 i believe i after tomorrow we pair down to the way he explained it was 20 25 total yeah so 20 guys based on the top 20 score and then there'll be a cushion for the guys with the highest series points um 
will make the make up the final five. Uh, if you know, if they have a bad day, but they have a high, like uh, Clay's first place, I'm in second and third, and Clay's and Austin's in third. So we have a pretty good point cushion. So if I were to have a bad day tomorrow, have a rough stage, my points for the season should get me to day two. Um, and I have zero cushion because I'm in last place. Jake didn't shoot enough qualifying match this year because he hosted one. He was the he was the MD of one of the ones he would have needed to shoot one that I one that I shot in, and uh, so that he, he just needed one more match. So he's he barely made it in on the on the qualifier on points. So he just has to do what he does and he'll be fine. But uh, he, he doesn't have any cushion like I do. So there is a there's some cushion for the last five tomorrow. So it goes from 50 to 25, 25 to 12 for the final day. Uh, so we'll got, we'll keep you guys posted. Um, anyway, these interviews are, uh, I'm just going to edit them together. I don't, I'm not going to listen to them. I'm just going to try to get it out to you guys as soon yeah. as we can tonight. So um, anything else you want to add? Or? No, you know what? Great, great questions. Um, you guys posed some questions to us on social media. And so um, we basically just asked some of those questions. What can the, the lower level or mid-pack newer shooter do to – to get up there um we talked a little bit about mental game and staying in it and so uh, you guys asked a lot of those questions so keep the questions coming um if you're listening to this which would have been say you're listening to on friday or saturday we will do another one on on sunday um and then sometime during this we're actually also going to do the get a grip custom uh, uh giveaway and so with that giveaway we'll do that sometime this weekend um, as well, probably on Sunday, uh, or it'll it'll be very closely after that. But yep. if you listen to this, get some more questions to us. If you want us to do something in particular with those questions or something here at AG Cup, um, we want to create some content for you guys. So uh, keep shooting them over, and we definitely appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, like I said, there's 50 people here, and I think we interviewed eight or nine. So uh, a lot of guys left. we got a lot of more questions to ask, but we're trying to just kind of cruise through a bunch of them. So anyway, thanks again, guys. I'm going to get to editing and try to get this out to you on, which is going to be Thursday night, I believe. It's the 27th. So when you listen to it, that's just reference during the weekend of what's going on. So anyway, uh, thanks again. I'm not going to do an outro. So the last interview might end a little abruptly. Uh, so I'm going to do an outro. Oh, doodles. Hey guys, we're at a G cup and we're going to do a bunch of interviews with some guys. And first up, we got Keith Baker. That's right. Keith, anyway. what's going on, brother? Oh, man. <laughs> Living the dream. That's right. All right. We're going to do some quick questions and try to get as many guys as we can in here. So uh, what did you do? Did you do anything different for this match in preparation than you do for other two days? I took a few day, or a few weeks off ahead of time. I shot a lot of matches back-to-back this year, and right. I took pretty much a month. or took three weeks of no shooting to try and get a little bit hungry, to get that desire in, and then... Yep. I kind of tried to rebuild my fundamentals so I wasn't sloppy from, you know, in martial arts sparring. But mm-hmm. in this, from just shooting too many matches, you get sloppy. Right. So mm-hmm. I kind of tried to break it down and then hopefully come here, I can put it all back together. Perfect. Yeah. So you, where are you from? Ohio. Born and raised in Ohio. Okay. How far uh, of a drive was it? For me, 13 and a half hours. All right. Love it. And you brought the MDT van down. I did. This van, is a fellow van MDT pilot. teammate. teammate. <laughs> so brought the MDT van Love down, it. loaded with guns and backup guns and Steiner's guns and everybody's guns. Oh, my gosh. I got so much weight and ammunition in there. I, have, <laughs> I brought two rifles, 450 rounds apiece, okay. plus, you know trainers practice guns everything else and plus all steiner's guns and 
I think half the northeast. So there you go. Good. Yeah. You want to run through a couple specs, uh, caliber, kind of uh, just a few specs on what you're running. So I'm a lover of the BR variants. Uh, I shoot a Dasher. Been shooting Dasher for quite some time. What Uh, what speed? I use the 105 hybrids. I really like that 2930-2950 node. Uh, Point my bullets. Use Lapua Brass Burger 105s. Um, use Lone Peak Actions, uh, cool. Hawk Hill Barrels. Perfect. Uh, man, every one they make just comes off perfect. Yep. I mean, I mean, one guy touches everyone. Bricks, you know, is the last guy to yep. lap it. And everyone shoots the same. They're all the same speed. Cool. They all do the same thing. They all, they're easy Perfect. to in, indicate and everything's good. Cool. And you and spun those up. I spin everything up. Yep. Okay. So I s- sold my business after... 20-some years of having a successful heating and air conditioning business and decided I wanted to be tied into this community and cool. uh, start Ice Rifles up. So that's cool. kind of my thing. Do a little bit on the side and and then shoot as much as I can. Love yeah. it. So, yeah. so Something that's really interesting is uh, he took a couple weeks off. And I think yep. what you'll notice is that there is a legitimate burnout rate on top-level shooters that, that shoot a lot. They'll shoot back-to-back-to-back weeks and then you have another match you signed up for, and you kind of get the urge. It's like, you know what? I'd rather just not go. Yeah. And so to take a couple weeks off, to relax, kind of, you know, refocus that, kind of re- rekindle that fire, I think it does wonders. And typically what I've noticed is if I do take a couple weeks off, that match that I come back to, yeah. I'm just – I'm spun up. I'm ready to rock and roll. And so I think that's a really good technique, to be quite honest. Yeah. yeah. I shot way too much this year. Uh, the, the Rona kind of hit. You know, I mean, I always like to be a week to recover after a match because it takes about that to recover from that yeah. focus. And then a week to start getting stuff together and then a week to get sharp, yeah. you know. And that seems to be like the minimum time it takes for me. A match every three weeks or so. Uh, every three weeks, yeah, yeah. Three, four weeks. Two weeks can be done, but yeah, and then the the, the, the more you stack them, <laughs> yeah. the more I just get sloppy. And, I agree. And it kind of like going to a club match. You just don't care about it. You don't yeah. have that. Well, it's harder that, to stay on top of your gear too. You start yeah. getting long in a barrel or something. And uh, let's let's finish your gear real quick. So what trigger? Bix and Andy Tax Sport Pro. Been what? running it since they come out. Love okay. it. Break. Uh, use the APA Gen Three Fat Bastard. Okay. Uh, uh, love chassis. it. Uh, MDT. Yep. Uh, love AC- the MDT the ACC. ACC. Yep. What, uh, what bipod? I use, uh, depends on the match. In the yep. East Coast matches, I still use a Harris yep. because it's a lot of fast pace, quick deploy, undeploy, and I really need it for those matches. Yep. I yep. mean, I can, I don't have to touch it. I can just fold the gun back and it's yep. good. Um, I use the Skypod quite a bit too. It's like I, I carry actually two of them in my yep. carry the big triple leg and a yep. double leg, mm-hmm. and that gets me, I mean, I use it. Almost every match, two, three times. When I go towards the central or the west, we have a little longer part times and we have, you know, a little more time where you can build a better position. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love the Skypod. Yeah. I mean, and just the versatility of it. The versatility of it. I can do everything with it. And, and it's just fast. Yep. I mean, it's just, I, I, the, 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 or I'm sorry, it's, it's just not as fast for me. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. and I got to reach out and, and I started with one, and it's tough to change. I yeah. mean, yeah. I'm the same know. boat. I'm, I'm in the exact same boat, too. Skypod change. I ran Harris forever. I still love it. Just because you, you don't have to press any buttons to deploy it, pull them up or down, which is obviously quick. So, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so 
one thing I wanted to ask because I we get a lot of guys on here that love gear and brand questions of this and ammo for that. And I, you said you mentioned you pointed bullets. Not a lot of guys are doing that anymore. And how what are you using a Hoover pointing die? Or? I do use the Hoover die. Do I looked. I, I I'm a I'm a compul- I'm compulsive about my ammo. Compulsive about how my gun shoots. I shoot yep. every group I shoot is at a thousand yards. Okay. I only zero my gun the three days before. Everything else I ever shoot is a thousand yards okay. through a target, on paper or knee target. Yep. And so I, what I've noticed in windy conditions that my group shapes will be the same at a thousand yards. But yep. when I point those bullets, especially in wind, that group size is twenty five to sixty percent smaller. Okay. I mean, it is considerably different. Vertical and horizontal. Everything. Just, it it's the exact. The I've got picture after picture. I'll do them round robin. I'll shoot yep. one and then one and then one and then one and then one, yep. and then I go through the group, and the groups are the same shape. Yep. The nodes are the same, yep. but in wind. The group stays smaller, and I think what it is is the bullet, you know, has a little bit of yaw to it, and it yep. runs a little bit out of true. And when those puffs of wind hit it, I think if it's, you know, they'll start to, it'll just take that, and it just expands out a little bit. That little puff pushes a little high, a little yep. low, a little right. And when I point them, it uniforms them, and yep. it makes that that the the center more towards the center, and those little puffs don't affect it as much. Yep. And it's not about. Uh, increasing the BC, okay. but I think in really windy conditions, it absolutely shrinks the groups, and you're able to stay on target Space better. More, okay, mm-hmm. so a general a 105 hybrid is generally like a G7 of a 275. What are you running? Where uh, pointed at? Depends on the barrel I'm running, and like if I'm running a, um, depends on the bore diameter of the barrel. 236 bores, it drops it down quite a bit. 237 bores, I'm about five six points higher. So but 280-ish. So I'll run 287 to 292 oh, okay, is okay. where a 105 hybrid goes to yeah, me yeah. at okay. any speed. At, at, yeah. at 2700 all the way up to yeah. it, pretty much lines up. When I when I pointed, I was that 290 is where when I used to do the 105s. Yeah, I, I stopped for just time mainly, but I got the Hoover die. It worked really well. I should try it again. <laughs> I, I don't it. trim them. I don't do all the extra yeah, stuff. I just I average them and I just point them to uniform them, not to try and get the highest BC, but the groups just stay really consistent. Cool. And and when I shoot, when I, and I never see I have like a less than a half a percent of BC degradation at distance. Okay. And uh, and I see that on that target all the time. And okay. I because I know what the velocity is at the when it leaves the muzzle. I know what the velocity is at the target, and from that I can determine yeah. you know if I have yeah, a BC. vertical string. Or, All right, we're get, I'm going to cut you off because yep, we're getting too deep for what we're doing uh, here. Got <laughs> issues. I'm gonna, Keith, I, I, I got a couple questions I'm real quick. Have Keith um, on, yeah, so later for more so, of this stuff. But, uh, last yeah. year, uh, uh, Keith shot really well yep. on day one, yep. um, and admittedly, he didn't shoot as well on day two. Yep. How are you going to handle the pressure this year compared to last year, um, and try to just be a little bit more even kill throughout? I make the same mistakes over and over. Like the mistake I make is always trying to shoot faster than I can. So um, last year, day one, I just said, I'm just going to shoot my speed, do what I do, and and that's what I'm going to do. And I did it day one. Mm -hmm. And one stage, I tried to speed up, and I totally train wrecked it. On day one? On day one. Okay. But I still ended up, we were able to make mistakes, and it worked out. Day two... Uh, we kind of had an idea better where everybody was at. Mm-hmm. And I looked at a stage and I'm like, okay, this is a 12 round stage. I can get eight on it. I'm going to try and get nine or 10. And I got a two. And that happened twice. And that was my train wreck. And it's, it's, it's my Achilles heel. Anytime I try and shoot faster 
than what I practice, what I know, what I do. If I just shoot, I'll shoot faster. But, you know, if I try and change that speed from what I've practiced in my routine, then typically I'll make a mistake and I'll train wreck like that. So what am I going to do this year? I'm going to shoot my speed, and I've learned that. I've... I've had to learn it many times, and hopefully I'll have to learn it this weekend again. But <laughs> it's my mistake. So here's the reason I asked that is because all the listeners, you guys know that I shoot one speed. I shoot pretty slow. Um, I try to be as consistent as possible. And the reason I asked Keith that because I already knew his answer. Um, but there's, there's, there's more and more push to going your speed and doing what you're good at and then excelling at that mm-hmm. instead of trying to conform to something else uh, where you, you might not have a strength in. Right. And so that's, that's kind of why I asked that. I already knew that was going to be the answer. Um, so really it's just about consistency for you. Just being consistent every single stage, running your game, trying to pile points up and see what happens. If I try and beat John at running the bolt, I'm going to lose every time. Likewise. And then it <laughs> takes me, I mean, I, I'm, I'm no longer, my target acquisition isn't mm-hmm. there anymore. Everything breaks down. Love it. Just do what you do Love well. It. Good stuff. That's good. That's great. That's good. And we'll have Keith on more. He's a wealth of information. So anyway, thanks for coming on, Keith. Thanks, Keith. Hey, guys. 2020 AG Cup, and we are here with another qualified shooter, uh, Mr. Chad. Introduce yourself. How you doing, guys? Hey, good. Thanks for coming on. Good to see you. <laughs> we're, set, we're setting in uh, the pro shop. There's guys everywhere, so we're just starting to grab people. Yeah. So yeah, no Chad Heckler, yep. uh, mid-Michigan, drove down here last night about 14 hours. Francis Colon and I came down. Nice. And, uh, yeah, left at 6 a.m., got in at, I don't know, 9 p.m. There's There's still some creatures stirring last night. Yeah, so. nice. that's great. You know what? I, I love the tear that you've been on this year. Um, you look and consistently you're just piling up top finishes. Um, for one, I'm proud of you. For two, it's it's great to, to see newer or newish shooters climbing up the ranks like that and really putting some effort in. So thank you. For one, kudos to that. And uh, you know, maybe start by telling us a little bit about your setup, your gear, and and what you're running. Yeah. So um, you guys all know Swanee, right? So uh, he helped me put together my first rifle, and I've pretty much been running that same setup ever since. Um, I don't see the need to change my setup. I'd rather spend time training. So it's a MPA chassis. It's a BA comp. Um, tangent theta on top. Um, I use spur rings. Bartline barrels, those guys make great barrels. Um, APA Gen 3 fat bastard brake, uh, trigger tech trigger, and that's about it. What caliber? Um, t- this weekend I'm shooting 6 BRA. Okay. Uh, I'm switching to the 6 Dasher with the Alpha Brass. Awesome. Uh, next it. season, so yeah. I'm just waiting for the Swanee, uh, the OCD brass to, c- to come in. So. Perfect. Perfect. What's, yeah, it's already yeah. spun up, so I spun it up about a month ago, just waiting. Nice. <laughs> so nice. that's yeah, great. Yeah, new brass looks pretty good. Yeah. So, what's your uh, again? Same question uh, as far as preparation for this versus any other two day. So different? I mean, this this year has been crazy. I think I shot seven pro matches and six or so one day matches. Um, so I know Keith was saying he was liking to, like to take a break, but last weekend was the Midwest finale, yeah. <laughs> and so I had to shoot that. Um, got Another second, podium finish? Yeah, second in the Midwest awesome overall. And awesome. Yeah, we had like a Great Lakes State shootout. That was pretty fun. Um, cool. Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and, and uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, yeah, we didn't win that, but I, I ended up winning the match, so it was Good. it was a fun weekend. So, so you won the match and you got second on the season. Yeah, nice. Congrats. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. That's awesome. Very cool. So, how are you? Any thoughts about this match? Are you more nervous? You relaxed? Anything different? Or is it 
feel the same? Uh, I don't know. I handle the pressure okay, I think. Yeah. Um, it's just one shot at a time for me. It's like pre-shot yeah. checklist. Make sure that before I press that trigger that everything's ready to go. Yeah. And um, I'm more concerned about everything that happens before the bullet leaves the barrel than, you know, I, I want to watch my shot, but I need yeah. to leave the barrel in, you know, the, the most perfect manner yeah. possible. I love it. Yeah, you, you know. mentioned to me in Wisconsin, you were focusing on that, just taking one shot at a time, and you messaged me a little bit afterwards about that, kind of your, your some of your pre-shot checklist. What, is there any particular aspects of that that have really helped you change this year? Have you been doing that all along, or is that a new thing for you? Or? So I know Jake's is BTF. Mine yep. has kind of evolved, like, yep. over the summer. Um, now I'm very concerned on NPA. Like, my rifle needs to be yep. at its natural point of aim. Yep. And then I start my exhale, and then... Um, I make sure that my hand is interfacing the grip the same way and I got a 90 degree trigger press and then the biggest thing in capital letters is watch like watch yep. the trace Perfect. if I can see it if I can't yep. make sure I see where it impacts or misses and then correct watch so your big focus is watch yeah that's the biggest thing that I struggle kind of with take away would be yeah. watch yep. stay on the gun yeah. that's great yep. I love that's it huge. absolutely love it are you feeling any more pressure uh, for a match of this caliber um, are you treating it just like any other match I know last year it seemed like there was some some guys that kind of folded in the pressure. Some guys handled it well. Some guys, um, you know, after the first day, they handled it really well on day two. Uh, you know, are you are you feeling anything? This kind of tends to be probably the biggest match of the year and probably the biggest match of your life if, yeah. if I'm kind of going back on your stats accordingly. So um, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel pretty calm. Um, I'm not as worried about the match per se as, like, I have high expectations for myself. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I just want to make sure that every shot is perfect. And it's yep. a little less pressure because we're not sharing information. You mm -hmm. guys aren't going to watch me shoot. I'm here with like 45 to 50 mm -hmm. of the, the best shooters mm -hmm. in, in the uh, series. And um, I don't know. I just try not to think about it, guys. Thanks That's for great. bringing it up. Oh, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. No, I love it. I you love can it. see my face getting red. I guess. No, <laughs> that, that's awesome. So, well, cool, man. Hey, well, it was great to talk to you. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, uh, do well this weekend. Shoot straight and, yep. and, and look forward to seeing the results. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you. All right. See Hey, guys. Uh, night before the AG opener, we were just sitting around eating and grabbed a couple guys and came in a room, and we're going to record a little bit. So we actually have four people for the first time ever on a podcast. It's, like a, it's awesome. It's here, and we got Austin, Oregon, and Dave Preston. So ask a question. Love there. it. Hey, guys. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot for coming on. Um, we have a, uh, another epic match this year, the 2020 AG Cup. Uh, you guys were both here last year, uh, shot well last year as well. And have since went on um, from that match to win some more national level matches throughout the year. So you guys are both qualified. Uh, Mr. Oss, I believe you're third in the country right now in the AG Cup Series points. Yep. So uh, definitely a lot of um, you know a lot of points you guys have been able to get. Um, Preston is, uh, um, if I if I'm correct, uh, has the most uh, Precision Rifle Series wins in the country. Um, somewhere in the 19 range or something. So there's also a little I bit love of doing uh, this in person. There's also a little bit. Of, yeah. a little That's the bit first of time I've ever there. heard Jake say that. Yeah. Well, no. I think Jake has uh, quite a few not, himself. Let's not confuse with the overall. It's a it's a constant battle between yeah. me and Jake. Who's so, got the most? So um, I'm 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 creeping. So Austin's now. creeping. Yeah. How, how many do you have? 14. Who? 13. It's a race. Yeah. With just BRS. Oh no! No, that's overall. That's, 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 you know, yeah, that's overall. I have. I, a, I don't know. I'd have, I'd have to. I look have it thirty-one. Up. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was humble brag. Oh, sorry. Oh, you can't one day. So wait, we count one day here. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> what, what was? I forgot. I, I was close. To, I'm close. Sixteen. To you. I think. I think I'm sixteen. Yeah. 
So we're close. So anyway, AG Cup, um, tell us, uh, let's start with you, Dave, um, a little bit about your gear, your setup, um, maybe how you trained a little differently for this match compared to others. So I'm running the same gear I pretty much have run, you know, for the past couple of years. Masterpiece Arms chassis, Hawk Hill Barrel, uh, Vortex Optics Scope, uh, Curtis Custom Action. I changed calibers up this year. I'm going to do a dasher. So I kind of, yeah. I've been bouncing all over the place. 6BR, 6 Creed, 6GT, 6 Dasher. Yeah. Uh, shooting good. good. Um, training. Didn't really do a whole lot, you know, with the business and everything. Didn't, don't get to shoot as much as I used to, but uh, I put a little bit more time into this particular match, yep. you know, mm-hmm. over a standard two-day PRS match. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. On the Good. work side, have you been pretty slammed? Yeah, busy. If for those you don't know, you know, Dave's running gray ops, makes lots of cool parts. I bought a – what did I buy from you today? The lab radar. Lab radar mount. Anti-rotation. You guys know when you put your lab radar on a tripod, it twists every time? Yeah. No, they don't. That's yeah, right. you get the last one. I couldn't even get one. I know. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah. I almost upsold it to him. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if more than <laughs> half the guys here are running the mini plate pro and the Armageddon yeah. gear pad. That's right. I I'm old school. I've got the OG mini big plate or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, it works. Yeah, love it. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Austin, a little bit about your gear and your setup. Okay, so I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm, I've been running the same gear for a few years now. I kind of found what, what works for me in running it. Um, running a foundation stock. I am running their new one, their Centurion. Uh, a little bit closer grip, water forehand. Oh, cool. Uh, a little bit heavier. Um, just fits fits my hand, my grip a lot better. Um, running a tangent theta scope, running impact action, proof barrels, uh, Bix and Andy triggers. I've been running those for about three years now and had really good luck with those. Um, actually, this trigger that I have on right now is the very first one I got, so... Cool. That's the which, uh, is that the Tax Sport Pro? It's Tax Sport Pro, and then I get to... I put the Gator Grip shoe on it. Okay. I like how that feels. And yeah. running Dasher and 110s. Running Dasher. Uh, running the 110A tips. I've been running those for uh, about the second half of the year, I guess. Probably yeah. four or five matches now. I've been pretty pleased with those. So you guys are both running Dasher, both running A tips. And what speeds are you guys running? Well, I'm, I was running about 2870. Yeah. Um, when I was home and tuned to load for this barrel, which it is a new barrel, I was running about 2840. And when I chrono out here, I'm running about 2880 to 2890. Oh, okay. So it's sped up a little bit, but not not bad. Yep, I'm at twenty seven or twenty eight seventy. Yeah, cool. right there. Same yep. difference. What are you running, Varget? Yep. Thirty two three, thirty two two, thirty one seven. You got a fast lot of Varget. I'm at thirty two three, I think. Thirty two two or thirty two three? I haven't. They run their stuff so fast. Jeez, Louise. I got a fast barrel. <laughs> yeah. They put a new cutter on when they cut these barrels, and they said it'd be fast. So there you huh. go. That's awesome. Well, how about that? So, so, so training-wise, what did you do? I know you shot match last week. Um, what about uh, anything different compared to last year? No, I actually got to shoot a lot more last year, um, changed jobs, had a kid. You know, it was more – honestly, the round count was higher for this year, so I had to take loading more rounds into yeah. consideration. Um, and that was the and, most I've loaded for yeah, the then Yeah, and then – so we shot – all of us shot California. What was that's yeah. been two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yep. Um, so I, I actually tried to use that for a train up for yep. this, and it, mm-hmm. it was a pretty good one, pretty good yeah, positional sure match. Yeah. Um, I did get to shoot. I, I had to break this barrel in, so I put about 150 rounds on it at home, and most of it was just we we had a big storm, um, big cold front come through, and a big storm, so it was cold and there's ice mm-hmm. covered. Luckily, I got, I kept power the whole time. A lot of people didn't. Yeah. So I kept power so I could load. I was 
I was trying to figure out what I was going to do if I lost power and I had to do so. I was going to plug an extension cord into my pickup and leave it running to run my Prometheus. To load ammo. <laughs> I was going to be cold, but I'd have got it done. Yeah, that's funny. And so it was, uh, you know, it was kind of miserable practicing, but I did. I, I got some, got a ladder out and set it up and shot off it some and just tried yeah. to move around and get off my belly and shoot some positional. Because yeah. I know we're not going to get to shoot off our belly a lot this weekend. No, probably. it's that was that was I thought about California. Uh, the same yeah. thing is a ton of movement, and that's how AG was last year. Was a lot of movement. It was a perfect train up. Yeah. I felt good about that California match. So yeah, I did too. It was fun. Um, what else we want to cover? Anything? Awesome. Any more plugs you guys want? I don't think I mentioned I was running running uh, Hawkins Precision bottom metal and rings. Oh, cool. He's got a one-piece uh, mm-hmm. mount now that I've been really oh, pleased great. with. So. Cool. I think cool, that's cool. the only thing I left out. Love it. Who's cutting your barrels? Uh, Stu DeVille. And then Dave? Uh, GA Precision. Yep. Cut. Yep. Cool, and then I I gotta ask you. Maybe I shouldn't bring it up. But I'm going to. You've you've gone back and forth with the 419 can, oh, yeah. and you've gone kind of breaking can. You had to take the can off for the California match, and you right. left it off, or what's going on with that? Yeah, so I took it off for the California match, so I didn't have to mess with trying to get it through in California. Yeah. Um, after talking to Bertaccini, Bertaccini, Bert, same difference. He yeah, knows. <laughs> he, he knows. Um, he, he he had a way that he could run through the store. I, I didn't know that. I know that in the future now. Yeah. Um, and actually, what happened was I got home and practice, and I was shooting off of pretty unstable positions, and I was purposely making it unstable, and I was really having trouble spotting my shots with the can mm-hmm. in that particular deal. Now, most of the time, if it's a stable barricade or I'm or prone or anything, no problem at all. But I was having a little bit of trouble, and then another thing I was noticing just just moving in and out. I knew it was going to be quick and a lot of movement. Um, so I was the I, length. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so I so I put a brake back on. I actually put the old impact brake back on, the little two port brake. Oh yeah, works really well, and it's not loud. You don't have a headache at the end yeah. of the day shooting it. Put it back on, um, and everything shot really good with it. Um, I shot off the unstable stuff again, and I was able to still spot shots. And so I just made a yeah. made a last minute decision about I don't know, yeah, three hours before I left the house to put the <laughs> nice. it on and go. Feels like that's what a lot of us are doing. Yeah. We we all know this match is coming up, and, and well, inevitably it comes down to like. I mean, we know, we know it's going to work anyway. As long yeah. as I can shoot a hundred and it shoots good, and yeah, I shoot a little right. distance, and it didn't change, you yeah. know, the harmonics of my barrel too much. Yeah. It's good. Perfect. Just run it. Perfect. So before we let you guys go, um, both of you guys will start with you, Dave. Uh, give us one thing for that mid pack shooter. Um, that uh, you can kind of advise them on or coach them on if they want to maybe make it to the AG Cup in, in future years? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, basically, I mean, just get out and shoot a match. I mean, uh, stay consistent. My my uh, my saying is no mental mistakes. Um, if you can get through a match with no mental mistakes, I mean, don't shoot the wrong target. Don't, I mean, take it serious. Yep. Uh if you miss win, that's fine, but uh, shoot the right targets. Know what you're shooting at. Uh, make sure you don't run out of rounds in your mag. Just, mm-hmm. just it's a it's a mental thing. Good so stu- strong good. mental plan, good and stuff. and you'll be here. Yeah, cool, Mr. Austin. Yeah, so I agree 100 percent with Dave on that. The mental mistakes. I tell guys to, if you quit beating yourself, you'll start placing higher and you'll yep. start winning. And uh, yep. <laughs> this will be a shameless plug for for us and for you guys. Yeah. And what I tell, and I think it's. A great way for a mid-pack shooter to improve is take a class. Yep. You, it, the classes are fairly expensive, but you're going to spend more than that on a weekend to go shoot a match, and you're not going to learn half as much right. at the matches you would go to exactly take right. a class like BP I got, or I got one more thing to add to that. On, men, on the mental side of things, uh, that with winning in mind book, 
I read yeah. it five years yeah, ago. It, it stuck with me for that 2015 finale. Mm-hmm. I actually got the audio book. One of my students sent me it as a gift, and uh, I listened to it again on my way to the range. And, man, it really helped me for the frontline match last weekend. Just have a positive outlook. Don't talk about mm-hmm. your bad shots. Say, I'm going to clean this stage. Yep. And, you know, Visualize there, was, there was some it's guys that, that were, they were out of the match after that first phase. They're yeah. just like, my gun's not doing this. Yeah. It's okay. Figure it out. Right. So, you know, the first couple stages didn't go well for me. Stayed with a positive attitude. Day two, I think I cleaned five out of the six stages we shot. Yeah. I mm-hmm. went from 21st to 11th in six stages. Yeah, you see, Keep yeah. that positive you outlook. You see it a ton. Guys implode really on a good. stage or two, and they're just out of it. You're yep. done. you Happened got you to stay year. in it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I'm, where did you get the audio book? I looked for that. I read that book multiple uh, times. Years I don't ago. know where he got it from. And maybe Amazon. Okay. Maybe he's got a website. I'll look for it. I want to. Get the audio. That is a good book, so check it out. Love um, it. Well, hey, guys, cool. we're, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, best of luck to both you guys. Hope you guys yep. burn it down this week, truly. And we start uh, tomorrow morning. Let's make it happen. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks. All right. We got a couple more guys lined up for you guys. We got uh, Jason Green and Clay Blackcutter. Clay's been on here before, and this is the first time for Jason. It's first podcast ever. Yeah, love this, it. This is great. We're, uh, love it. We should toast to that. Anyway, so uh, Dave and Austin just left, and we've got a couple more guys. We're trying to get a couple more in here. We're trying to get as much content for you guys as we can. Austin's back to make fun of us while we record, so we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kind of the same questions again. We want to run through kind of gear for everybody. Everybody's curious about gear and what calibers and kind of seeing the trends of a lot of us run very similar, you know, maybe a twist on a, on a, a stock and action or chassis, but caliber-wise, we're all running pretty similar stuff, so it's fun for people to hear that. So let's go through gear first, and we'll roll into something else. you want to start us off? What, you running, Jason? Sure. Uh, running uh, Joe Wall's Exodus Rifle. Yep. I just currently this year switched to the Six Dasher. I run Six Creed more for long since time. the get-go. Um, represent Bart Line Barrels, Vortex Optics, mm-hmm. Manor Stocks. Uh, just recently this year, I uh, also went to the Inside Arms Five Port Break. Mm-hmm. Cool. Run suppressor there from 2018 to halfway through 2019. Oh, uh, so you just switched then? Kind of what Austin was saying. Yeah. Uh, I actually seem to be more consistent with the suppressor, but I find on those little unstable barricades, I was missing stuff, mm-hmm. and so I went back to the brakes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harley actually reached out to me after last year's AG Cup. I mentioned about the head pounding after about lunchtime, one mm-hmm. o'clock. I was getting these terrible headaches from the brake I was currently running before. He said, "Man, I'd like to send this to you. Let's try it." And it works out. It works good. Great recoil reduction, and it's not giving me the headaches and You're pounding. The blast. No. That's the insight. Yep, insight. Cool. cool. Uh, just recently coming into this match, uh, picked up the t- new TCS. So getting kind of used to it, mm-hmm. the weight tuning that goes along with that. Oh, the manners. Mm-hmm. The manners, okay, yeah. Okay, the man. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. they came out. Is that like the they came out that PRS stock net last year? That's kind yeah. of a version of that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a rendition. It's more made to try to keep up with the advances in chassis nowadays, where you can wait, okay. put the mm-hmm. weights on the front, wait in the back, and get to where you balance mm-hmm. the way you want to. Cool, cool. Yeah, manners has been at it for a long time. So, what? And you're running, you're running Dasher. What bullet? Uh, running a custom bullet by Bart Solder. Yep. It's a 105. Uh, with alpha brass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. What speed? Uh, 2980. Okay, so scooting right along there. Yeah. That's probably on the faster end of dashers. It, I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. Usually around 2950, 2960, yeah. but this one just seems to like it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. How about That's you, Clay? Oh, hold on. Before we do this, Jason, first time on, where are you from? I'm from Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Have you been shooting for a while? 
Uh, since 2009, I believe it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. And mainly West or East Coast? Do you travel much? or I do travel. Uh, probably the farthest west I've been is Texas area okay. for the finales. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping in 2020 I'm going to shift my dynamic a little bit. I want to go out there and shoot with some of the Okie boys. Yep. Uh, try to rub elbows with, with some yeah. of them guys. Some of the wind. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Right on. It's great. All right, Clay. What are you running? I already know what you're running, but we're asking anyway. What are you running? Uh, same thing as always. I run foundation stocks. I got kind of fortunate when I started in this. I haven't really had to change. Um, there was just kind of a blueprint sitting there waiting um, as an Oki, and I jumped into it and it just worked. But I run a foundation stock, yep. impact action, uh, trigger tech trigger. It's a diamond, uh, bar line barrel, tangent theta is on top, and uh, I'm running the uh, Gen 3 Fat Bastard um, yep. break, uh, the five port, and... Uh, um spur rings just and the six bra six bra running uh 110 a tips at a screaming speed of 2850 um which is faster than you wanted to be way, I, I saw your chrono today way faster um okay. when i left the house it was like 2801 and i only had 150 ish rounds on it so um, oh, okay. i thought something might happen but between it being cold and tuning it at home and then it being 80 degrees here today there was a it was a real big jump but yeah it, it shot fine, so, yeah. you know, it is what it is. That's great. I'm in the same boat. I'm running a little hot in the old BR. I'm like, I just got to keep the – we got to keep the water off. Yeah, the, get off that hurricane out of here. What's up, Ken? Looks like Ken's going to be our next guest. Right so, on. Anyway. So, so, Clay is um, – he's ranked number one in the AG Cup. Yep. Uh, you were also here last year as well, so this is your second AG Cup. Uh, tell us a little bit about the differences maybe uh, in your training leading up to last year compared to this year um, and how you think uh, – you know, you're going uh, to kind of bring it this year. Um, I think I probably overthought a few things last year. I, I tried to practice just what I was after, um, and I didn't have my best day on day one. And uh, I found I saw it later on video, actually, um, that my scope, how it had, had been broken before stage one of the second day. Not that that really, you know, was the deciding factor. I mean, I just did not shoot my best. But uh, there were just things that I wasn't prepared for. Um, I had never really practiced with a tripod, and I could have really benefited from using a rear tripod on a lot of things last year. Mm-hmm. And I had every intention of practicing for that this year and me and tate set out to go out on uh sun- last sunday to practice we get out there it's sleeting and we're both like yeah we're just not gonna do this we're gonna be, we're gonna be fair weather shooters we're not gonna do it so uh we just we'd go outside we'd shoot 10 rounds real quick to try and break in our barrel go right back inside and warm up and we yeah. just we never got off of our bellies just shoot at 100 it was kind of yeah. kind of a waste so of a what practice age cup matches you shoot uh this year um i started out with k&m that was my first match of any kind of the year um I think I got fifth on that one. Then I shot Punisher, uh, won that one. Then Hornady won that one. And then John crushed me at uh, Wisconsin. It was a crushing. Um, it, was it, a- it felt crushing. <laughs> it felt <laughs> crushing. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything about that whole weekend. <laughs> but uh, So I think those are the four that I shot. k Kansas, yeah. Hornady, Hornady. P- PRC, and then Wisconsin. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. So you got two wins. And then you got a fifth, which is your next score. Yeah, with well, ninety eight or yeah, nine, like that. I don't nice. remember what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, something good, two ninety eight, two ninety eight score. So, and so for for the listeners that don't know how the AG Cup gets scored, is it's three days. You start with fifty shooters, and the top twenty shooters will get uh, advanced after day one to day two. 
And then they've reserved five more slots, and this is where the points come in. And so uh, guys that are up there in the standings, Clay being one of them, if he has a terrible day, he can actually squeak through on those last five spots as kind of like a sponsor exemption uh, because he's shot well all year. Mm -hmm. And so the advantage of points, in in my opinion, is giant because you can really – just run really relaxed the first couple days, mm-hmm. and then it's time to turn it on on day three. And so you're going to go from 20, uh, you'll add five more for 25, and then day two, uh, those 25 will shoot and they'll narrow it down to 12. So um, they'll do the same thing with the small. I believe they're taking 10 off the top 10, and they'll take two off that's right. with an additional That's score. right. So, so, yeah. so be, doing really well all year is, is in fact, a giant advantage, yeah. um, you know, because really someone has to beat you by – 10, 15 points in order for them to be able to knock you out. Especially on the first day. Yep, that's right. Yep. So that's uh, that's good. Yeah, so if, if you, those of you that don't know, that um, it's essentially three one-day matches we're running. We're running a three-day match, but it's not an accumulation of scores. It's three one-day matches, and you got to make the cut to to make it to the final 12 on day three. And, so. and we've talked about it lots of times. You know, anybody can win a one-day match, and it being three individual one-day matches, I mean, those points have a, a pretty good chance of coming into play. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be for me or somebody else, I think it's going to be important to, to have them. Yep. yep. And then the last day, it is what it is. It's just a straight-up shootout. So should be good. Do you? How about, Jason, did you change any um, training ideas or extra training or any anything different than normal two-day for you? Not really. I don't actually usually between life and other things. I don't get a lot of training in. Mm-hmm. I just rely a lot on my God-given abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did go and shoot a one-day match. It's kind of helped to get a tune-up, stay in rhythm. Good. Up there in Kentucky two weeks ago. Um, I got in one afternoon last weekend. Just took some cre- old Creedmoor ammo I had. Just very casually shot some barricade stuff. Nothing taxing. Yeah. And I spent about 20 minutes dry firing Tuesday evening before I drove down Wednesday. Okay. And I did practice a little bit of tripod for you, Clay. <laughs> Just for you, buddy. Hopefully it'll rub out. But that's all in, me. <laughs> all in 20 minutes for us, so. Yeah. Wasn't a very long That's session. so crazy how how <laughs> tripod, it sure does provide a – a rear stability that's that I you just can't it. find. I practiced it this week. I you just we can't make, find. We, you guys have heard us talk about it. We, I make fun of it. We talk trash at matches. Like we if sure you do. one bag this, I'll one bag this, and we'll, let's not use the tripod. But there's no argument that it's solid. So it does take a little longer, and that's the and that's the deal is that it will take a little longer. Yep. So um, practicing solid. and gear management comes key with tripod. Hundred percent. That's right. Yep. yep. Love it. Well, anything else for you guys? You guys want to plug anything else? Um. Man, I, I really can't think of anything, but you had a question to the last guys, you know, to a mid-pack shooter what to do. Yeah, yeah. great, um, great. Perfect. I, uh, a lot of people see guys that are entering AG Cup match and like, man, I'm just throwing my money away. Um, even if you're not going to enter the series, I think you need to try and go to those matches and mm-hmm. shoot against the people that are finishing at the top. Because mm-hmm. if you're just shooting one-day matches or if you're cherry-picking, trying to just get some easy points, you're never going to get better. People That's are right. so scared these days um, to get beat. They want points. They don't want to get better. Um, and until you shoot against people that are better than you are, you have no real way to improve. I think you just got to jump into it. And and that's good too, because it's, it's also going to challenge you to get better and you're going to have something to kind of aspire to as well. So if, if you are, um, you know, looking up to someone, I think that you're going to get better by shooting with those guys for Um, sure. For sure. I I watched John shoot my first, my first season that I was shooting. It was like my third match ever. I shot with him in Canada and uh, I I knew who he was, you know, from watching scores and stuff like that. I mean, there's no telling how many things that I learned watching and, you know, I shot Mm kind of close to him, but in reality, like 
that I was not even in the ballpark now of him skill wise. But yeah, like <laughs> like what felt close to me at the time, I wasn't even in the ballpark. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it's amazing what you can learn by shooting with people better than you are. Yep. Yeah, that's a good it keeps you on your toes. While we're here, obviously, quick plug for uh, what you do for work. Um, I own Clay's Cartridge Company. Okay. Um, uh, that's big reason why I have not been practicing lately. Been <laughs> filling uh, military orders, but uh, I do custom load development for whether it's match guns, hunting rifles, okay. whatever. Um, got ammo that I send, you know, quote off the shelf stuff, whether it be GT, BR, Creedmoor, things like that. Um, but uh, yeah. if you don't have the time for it, or just don't know how, send it my way, and I'll get you. What's, get the, best, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, phone number on the website is probably the best way. I've always got my phone in front of me when I'm working, okay. headset on, and okay. I'm usually pretty easy to get a hold of. So, claycartridgecompany.com? Yep, that's okay. it. And don't call him to buy primers or powder. I, I don't have them. He's not selling components. <laughs> <laughs> he sells ammo. Yeah. All right, any plugs for you? Um, you shoot for the best gunsmith in the world. Joe is fantastic. <laughs> I'm, bi- uh, I'm biased. I, I'm biased, too, but uh, I've been through a few different smiths over the years, and the thing I love about Joe is whether it's me, whether it's yours, I've had some people I've referred to him, they'll all get the same video, yeah. that chamber run out. Yeah. So the same amount of effort goes into that build of someone that calls him up as it would our guns. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot to me. His integrity is so deep in what he does. Um, to top on what Clay was saying with, with shooting with the best, one of the things that helped me over the years is I would – wanted to shoot with the best, mm-hmm. and I figured out I wouldn't necessarily go into the match saying, I'm going to get top 20. I would find that guy at the match who was about 10 places constantly in front of me, mm-hmm. and I would try to squad with him or near him and keep up with him. Mm-hmm. And once I got to where I could constantly hang with that person, I kept leapfrogging. until pick I a new guy. Pick a new person, step up, and I got to where I could start running with the top 10s. That's real good, too. Yep, that's good. Just baby steps to the top. Yep. You've won some matches. You're killer. I do. I do a few. I'm. I'm more known for consistently being top ten. Yep. I don't have a lot mm-hmm. of wins. Uh, 2018 yeah. uh, pro am. Yeah. That was kind of my main claim to mm-hmm. fame there. Yeah. yeah. I just try to be nice to everybody. Yeah, you're that's, the nicest guy in the that's nicest it. guy in the game. Jason that's a Green. fact. <laughs> <laughs> Super good dude. So right always on. smiling, real friendly. So well, hey, thanks guys for coming on. Yep. We appreciate it. Yep. Uh, sincerely, go do well tomorrow, and and let's see what happens. Thank yep. you all. Thank, Thank you. Well. And we're back with a couple more. We got Ken Sanowski and Matt Rooks. So we're just kind of following the same. We're going to ask them quick questions and just kind of do as many quick interviews as we can. We're on the mm-hmm. eve of the opener of the AG Cup in 2020 right. in Blakely, Georgia. So, um, Ken Sanowski, where are you from? Uh, Northwest Pennsylvania. It's Kennerdale. Okay. Kind of everybody knows where Pittsburgh is, yeah. so. About an hour and a half north of Pittsburgh. So from here, what's your drive or flight time? Um, driving, it's probably 15 hours. Okay. Um, I mean, we flew Pittsburgh to Atlanta, hour and a half. Okay. All right. You Good did deal. fly. Yeah, I flew. Wow, one Keith, of the few. Keith Hall all his gear. <laughs> did, one of the few. What's that? Did Keith Hall your gear? No. Oh, you straight, you flew it. I would have if, he's about two hours for yeah, me, okay. so to drive it and drop it off. And Did you make weight? Yeah, first class. I had to do the same thing. Yeah. I never fly first yeah. class, and I upgraded so I can yeah. carry all the stuff here. I've never brought this many rounds in my life. <laughs> about 400 and, I think I brought 420 rounds, I think. That's a lot. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so, all right, run. you had a good seat. You got two AG wins? Yep, two of them. Like a boss. You won. Which ones did you win? Uh, the K&M yeah, okay. back in May, and then um, War. War Rifles in July. What was your third qualifier? 
Uh, I think Wisconsin. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I shot a couple other. I guess it wasn't Mr. Consistency, but. No, I shot good. <laughs> Two wins. Good. That's hard to argue well, with, only buddy. Bad, you had a little train wreck in, at Hornady PRC, right? Was that an um, match? The whole match, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, and, uh, we'll talk about that. We've all had train wrecks. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> you, you've had some killer matches. We'll make you talk about the worst one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess Hornady was the worst. Texas wasn't any better. A little bit. I don't You know, the first Texas. one of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a, best uh, in Texas yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Cause you I don't really right, have an excuse. I just right didn't show from, up. Right back from PRC and burned down war. Yeah, so I shot Texas in February. Yeah. Kind of struggled shooting a BR. I yeah. mean, rifle hammered, yeah. but uh, I didn't do my job. Go to K&M then in May. Yeah. I, I won. Go to Hornady in July. Kind of shoot like crap again. And then a couple weeks later, I go to war, and then I win. So kind of every other. So I went to Wisconsin and finished 20th, and so now I – so Should have a good show this say, weekend. So the big question is, how was your last match? It was not not, not too good. Okay, oh, so we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. So, <laughs> here comes Kenny. <laughs> if the trend continues, it should be a good weekend. Yeah, that's right, awesome. Right. Love so it. Run, run down your equipment real quick for us. So I shoot um, Exodus rifles built, yep. Krieger barrels, uh, the Impact Action, mm-hmm. Trigger Tech Diamond, Masterpiece Arms, Matrix, Matrix Chassis, cool. and then the U.S. Optics. Foundation five to twenty five. Cool, with the 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 JVCR. The JVCR. I'm talking about. <laughs> and, you're, and you're running Dasher. Or yes, VR? Dasher. At what bullet? Uh, the 105 hybrid. At how fast? Twenty eight ninety. Twenty. We're running the same speed this weekend. Just hammers. You guys are speed except demons. I'm like, <laughs> except I'm in a VR. <laughs> it's faster than I want it to be. <laughs> it was 20 degrees at home, and it's 80 degrees here. Okay, so hopefully don't, it's dry. Don't yeah. hit me. <laughs> no rain. I know. It's so fa- did you do anything different fast. to prepare for yeah. this match than you did last year? Because you were here last year as well. Um, I probably shot a little more this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I'd say that's about it. Yeah. And I switched mm-hmm. calibers. Mm-hmm. To the I shot XC last year, and oh, I just right. it wasn't real consistent at distance. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it hammered, but like SDs and stuff, I just weren't getting real good numbers. Mm-hmm. I switched to the dasher, and it's really just been the easy button. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, Every barrel that. Joe sends me, 105s, 2890. I don't do load development. Yeah, I couldn't even thing. tell you when I'm jumping the bullets. Just load the same thing. I never touch, don't touch your seating dial. I haven't touched it. it. The only thing I do is look for 2890. Is it, you know, <laughs> is it 30.9 or 31 or 30.8? Yep. You know, it's all, you That's know, within fine. a tenth and. 2890 Are you hammers. shooting alpha brass? Yeah. Okay. And then Varga. Varga. Then I don't even know. You need to ask that, but CCI 450s. Um, I'm shooting BR4s this weekend. Look at but that. Mm-hmm. Something different. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, primers. <laughs> it's what, what you, you have. It's all you can get. It's what, yeah. you, it's what it's you, you can get, get right now. So Right on. Right on. Rooks, you were here last year. Yeah. So what did you switch your gear up from last year to this year, and what are you running? Uh, so I switched calibers and I switched actions. Okay. I was running a uh, Mousing Field last year, okay. and I ran that for three years, and it was awesome. And um, I kept trying to get Ted into the sport and was talking to Tate at the AG Cup and decided to switch to the Impact, especially seeing a lot of the guys yep. in the top always finishing with Impacts. Yep. Uh, so I switched to that, and then I switched to a Dasher. Unfortunately, I have to admit that out loud to Joe Walls, but 
he he had made fun of me because his worst the cartridge he hates the most is a six forty seven and I ran that for three yep. years. Um, <laughs> you despise. <laughs> and I don't know why. and every time I would see him, I'd say, "Well, you remember I beat you with this caliber, so I don't, it's not it, that it bad." So ultimately, he won out. Though. Yeah. yeah, he did win out. Unfortunately, yeah, that's good. Um, but my rifle is built by Short Action Customs. Yep. Um, Mark Gordon's been coming out with a lot of cool stuff with dies and headspace gauges and action wrenches and um, barrel vices. Barrel vices, and I brought those here to try to show everybody. I mean, they're really, really cool dies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other than that, I'm still running Hawk Hill, Masterpiece Arms, Collis, um, and Trigger Tech triggers, single stage. Cool. Well, the diamond. Yeah, the diamond. Um, I played with the new two stage trigger. Yep. Uh, it's awesome. Um, I've just always been a single stage yeah, guy the same boat, yeah. and I was like, you know, I got it about two months ago and I decided I, the last thing I want to do is change before this match yeah. and I haven't been shooting that much this year. So uh, I just stuck with the single stage pro curve mm-hmm. diamond. Cool. Awesome. Cool. So, so both of you guys are our yeah. second year here at AG cup. Um, what, what, what can you tell some newer shooters or mid pack shooters if they want to aspire to, uh, you know, try to make it to the AG Cup or kind of some, some words of, uh, of advice for those kind of guys? Sorry, you can. First and foremost, get out and shoot. I hear mm-hmm. a lot of guys, you know, what's this PRS stuff? So then you tell them. And then they're like, well, how do I get into it? Well, go shoot a match. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never done it before. It's like, just get out and shoot. Yeah. It so, doesn't matter. Don't even care. Like, you can't worry about placement. Yeah. If you're worried about trying to finish, and I hear new shooters, oh, I'd like to be in the top 50 to one day. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just go shoot. And we're all selfish. When we look at a score sheet, all we're looking for is our name. We're not looking for your <laughs> name. All we care about is where we placed. So that's a, that's the <laughs> biggest Nobody thing. Cares, yeah. Go shoot first yep. and then see where you finish and then see where you want to go with it. Because yep. I see guys that are like, oh, I just I like to shoot. I've been pulling the trigger all my life, hunting, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. You know, maybe I, you know, I don't want to be competitive, but I just oh, I enjoy shooting. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then the guys, I said, if you have a, the competitive bug and you want to compete, shoot your first match or shoot two one days and then sit there and evaluate. Just try to get better. Just be your score or your placement. Mm-hmm. You know, compete against yourself first yep. and then decide where do you want to go because it's a yep. long, deep rabbit hole. It yeah. sure is. <laughs> you run a lot of club matches. You, you had yeah. this past year. Quite a few, so that's yeah. I think that's a great way. If you can, if you can find a one day in your area, generally they're on Saturdays. Uh, everyone's there to help. It's a lot more. Generally, they're more le- lenient on uh, help on the clock. Oh, and yeah. they're less yep. official than the two days. So you get a lot of coaching on the clock, which you're not going to get maybe at a two day match. But you know, try to get to a one day match. I think big, best advice is just go shoot. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I would I would build off that and. You know, a lot of the newer shooters I talk to about the AG series and stuff like that, it seems like their confidence isn't as high mm-hmm. um, as some of you guys. And I think if you can get out and shoot, shoot the one day matches and you can build confidence um, and have that like spirit to just want to compete against the best, uh, that I think that'll drive you to, to get involved with the AG Cup series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, last year when this first ag cup series i came into it and i was like super super i think cocky with myself not to others Mm -hmm. and i i found out real quick that i wasn't that confident in myself on the uh i think it was a thousand forty or a thousand sixty last year was like a 16 inch plate and um a little bit of storm came in it started raining a little bit and i was running a full-on suppressor at that time 
um, this year I'm running the Maverick, but, uh, I was, I wasn't able to see my misses and I wasn't my first couple misses. It was my first bad stage. And I, like, I felt my heart rate race Mm -hmm. and I realized right then that I was cocky with myself, but I didn't realize how confident I was in myself. So Mm -hmm. I think building that confidence level, um, will, will kind of get you up into this, this, uh, area of mm-hmm. competition. And I think one thing that, that you notice, and, and there's a trend about among all, you know, maybe, maybe most of all the people that are here, um, but definitely the top 10 or 15 or 20 shooters in the, in the world is they're all confident. They know what they can do. They know what they're good at. They know their deficiencies. And then they're going to try to really, um, you know, practice their deficiencies and just become better and better and better. And so I think the, the confidence level is high. I mean, you talk to any John and I talk about this all the time. Um, I want to beat John just as bad as he wants to beat me. And so, and I want to, I don't just want to beat him. Like I want to beat him really bad. And, and <laughs> the same thing right for in. you, Ken, and same thing for you, Matt. Like I like you guys, oh, yeah. but that's my confidence. And, and, and you guys feel the same way. It's like, gosh, I would love to throw, you know, Jake in a dumpster and beat him by 20. You know, that, that should be the mindset of, I know I can do it. I'm confident enough to do it. Now it's about going out and proving it and being consistent. And, you know, earlier, uh, you know, Dave was saying, you know, if you have a bad stage, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Get over it and, and roll with it. Sometimes we, we see those yeah. those bad stages turn into a second bad stage and a third bad Not stage. And then, yeah. and then it has, you know, a, a really negative effect at the at the end of the match. So yeah. How about Jake tonight calling out Shannon? <laughs> well, why don't you explain what happened? He, 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 he knows. He knows. He knows. That's, why he wouldn't take the That's all I got to say is he knows. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, so anything um, last year was kind of the inaugural AG. It was an it was an invite only. Um, this year is a little different format where you could qualify through the year. Do you guys feel different coming into this one? More stress, less stress? Any any difference to you? Or does it feel the same? I'd say it's less stress. Yeah, I'm just. Looking forward to having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like the format of, you know, we start with 50 and then, you know, come day three, there's going to be 12 guys. Yeah. And hopefully make the cut each day. Yeah, but hopefully we're it's, there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely less stress right now, even though there's the whole cut factor. Like, Yeah, I feel the same. I don't you, know. We loaded 400 rounds and there's still that idea that, you know. We're going home with 300. <laughs> we're going home with <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, there's been, some, no. there's been a lot of jokes this last few days about guys only shooting 100 rounds. Just so. carry it over to the finale. That's everyone's like, well, I got my ammo, my finale load, ammo loaded if it, if it comes down to it. <laughs> that is funny. So there, there's been that. Right on. Anyway. Well, anything else for you guys? Any, any more plugs you want to give while we're here? No, I mean, I, you know, I did switch to the Area 419 Maverick. Um, I do run the full suppressor system part of it with the mm-hmm. um, brake on the end. And last year I ran the 338 Ultra all season. And I'm a guy that loves the quiet. I don't like having a headache after day one. Um, and it, it's been that mix between uh, Austin was talking about it earlier mm-hmm. where he wanted to go. He went back to the brake, but... Um, I've really, really enjoyed this Maverick system. So. Yeah, I've heard some people talk pretty highly of it. I haven't shot it yet, but someday. Stinking laws of yeah. suppressor wait times. You just got to so. know people, John. I, just know. Know I, need, people. I need my, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, whatever my license for that. So anyway, all right. Well, hopefully we'll chat to you guys in a couple of days after we shoot for two of them. Hopefully we're all here. 
And um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, good luck to you guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Yep.